Welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you on this good day. We're looking in the Gospel of John, chapter number 12, and we'll be reading verse number 32 this morning in our Bible Devotion. We thank you for taking time today to tune in, and I hope and pray we can be a help to you in these days. We've entitled this study, A Journey Through John, and I have found it to be quite a journey thus far. We are in the last week of the Lord's life. It's amazing as we study the Gospel of John, and we find out that nearly half of John's Gospel deals with the last week of the Lord Jesus' life. And today we're going to look at one of the most intriguing verses, I think, in the entirety of the, of the Gospel of John and perhaps in, within the whole Bible as we look together at John 12, verse 32 this morning. This is a powerful and prophetic verse of Scripture. It's a prophecy that Jesus utters. Verse number 32 of John chapter number 12. If you have with you a copy of God's Word, please open it up. And if you mark or underscore in your Bible, this would be a great verse to do that very thing with. John 12, verse 32. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. What a, what a wonderful verse of Scripture. What what wondrous words Jesus said. I ask myself a question. What does Jesus mean by such a bold statement? Well, there's about three, maybe three things if I could bring us to think about this morning. And then we'll look at an Old Testament uh, prophecy or fulfillment uh, that is going to be done by Jesus on the cross. An Old Testament illustration, if you will. Uh, at the closing of our devotion this morning. But what does Jesus mean by this bold statement? Well, first of all, I think he's talking about his suffering that he will endure upon Calvary's cross. He says the words, and I, if I be lifted, or if, excuse me, and I, if I be, and I'm going to stop right there, and use the word if. And if we look at that, the word if means as often. It has the force of when. Can I suggest to you this morning that there is no doubt whatsoever in the mind of Christ that he is going to Calvary. Jesus knew that he was going to be crucified. In fact, it was his divine purpose 
for coming to this world. It was the plan that was set in motion before the foundation of the earth was ever laid. Before creation, God already had orchestrated and planned and purposed salvation for you and I. We should rejoice in that. I notice not only here the suffering of the cross, but I notice the lifting of the cross. The verb here, as we look at that verse, Jesus said, if I be lifted, the word lifted actually has a double meaning. And the double meaning, according to, uh, to the definition of that phrase, is deliberate. It means, first of all, an elevation that is literal. It means a real lifting. And if you would think about that, lifting is to elevate. And that is as if to be raised upon a cross. And we know that our blessed Savior was lifted up between heaven and earth. But not only does it mean an elevation, but this word lifted also means an exaltation. In other words, being lifted in rank and honor. And there upon that cross, the sinless substitute for the sins of the entirety of the world, the Lamb of God, the one who knew no sin, literally became sin for you and me. He suffered and bled and died. He paid our sin debt. And he did not owe the debt, but you and I owed it. And he paid our sin debt. Amen. Thank God for Jesus and what he did. Jesus promised that when he was lifted up, in other words, elevated and exalted on the cross of Calvary that he would draw all men, all people, all nations, all kindred, all tongues unto him. So that brings us to the third thing, the suffering of the cross, the elevation, the lifting of the cross, and then the drawing of the Lord Jesus. First of all, we know that at his passion upon the cross, that there were those who rejected him as Messiah. They did not receive him. And then there were those who did receive the Lord Jesus. The words will draw are from the Greek word hyliso, which means to coil or to wrap or to roll together. Jesus, upon saying the verse in verse number 32, if, and I, if I be lifted up, from the earth will draw all men unto me. He did not mean that all men would accept him, but he does mean that he is willing to accept all men. How, how is, how, how is uh, all men accepted? Well, it's by faith, believing. You see, if men will receive Jesus, Jesus will accept men. And by that, on the cross of Calvary, Jesus was lifted up. And he made a way where there was no way for you and I to be saved by the grace of God. Can I read the verse again? And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. All men means all peoples, all nations, all tongues. And boy, I'm thankful for that. I'm glad there's no exceptions. There's no exclusions. Amen. It's by faith for those who believe they can be received by Christ. Spurgeon said this, There is no exclusion of any class or creature from the mercy of God in Christ Jesus. Talking about mankind. And then he says, The history of the church proves 
how true this is. The muster roll of the converted includes princes and paupers. It includes peers and potmen. And that's what Spurgeon says. So I'm going to close this morning again with uh, today's devotion by using an illustration that is given to us out of the Old Testament. One of the greatest, uh, I believe, of this lifting, this elevation and salvation is seen in the book of Numbers chapter 21. And I'm going to read verse 5 down through 9 in closing this morning. The Bible says in Numbers 21, 5, And the people spake against God and against Moses, Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water, and our soul loatheth this, this light bread. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee, Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. You know what? We need an intercessor. And they needed an intercessor. And so Moses prayed unto the Lord. Jesus is our intercessor. And in verse number 8, the Bible says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses, in verse number 9, made a serpent of brass. Brass is always a type of judgment in the Bible. And so it was that Jesus was judged his, for you and for me. Jesus, the sinless Lamb of God, took our judgment, took our penalty, which is death. He paid that sin debt. Moses there the Bible says in verse number 9 of, of Numbers 21, And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it on upon a pole. In other words, and it came to pass that if the serpent had bitten, if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. How was that? That serpent of brass was lifted up. And all that person had to do who was infected by the poison of the serpent was to look to the serpent of brass upon the pole and he just had to look and he could live. And that's the way it is with salvation. It is by faith that we look to Jesus. It is by faith that the Israelites who had been infected by the poison of the serpent looked to that serpent of brass upon a pole and that was lifted up and, it, and they lived. So what a Savior we have this morning who took our judgment upon himself upon the cross of Calvary. He made a way for all men to be saved, no matter who you are. And he draws all men, yet it is up to men to repent, to believe, and to receive eternal salvation. It is my hope that you know this man named Jesus. He is the Savior of the world. And by the way, he's soon coming, King of kings and Lord of lords. John chapter 12, verse 32. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. If he's drawing you today, if he's speaking to your heart, you need to be saved. You need to repent of your sins. You need to ask the Lord and believe by faith. Believe that he lived. Believe he's the son of God. Believe that he died for you. Believe that he arose from the grave, and that he is living today, and he's seated at the right hand of God, 
And if you'll put your faith and your confidence in Him and ask Him and repent of your sins, say, Lord, I'm sorry, forgive me. I've broken your commandments. I've lied, I've stole, I've cheated, and I broke the commandments. And the Bible says if we broke one, if we transgress in one, we are as guilty as if we have broken them all. And the Bible says we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible does say that the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. There's only one way to heaven, and it is through Jesus Christ. And you must be born again. Trust Christ today. Put your faith in Him. Repent of your sins. Pray the sinner's prayer. Believe and receive eternal salvation. That's the way to heaven. May God bless you today. Lord willing, we'll be back again tomorrow for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Until then, Pastor Donnie bidding you a good day. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.